to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ket. I'm Devious. This is episode number 51. We're on week three of PTS version 7.0.2. This is for the uh, the Blackwood chapter, of course. It's coming out, uh, I think, June 1st on PC, probably a couple weeks after for consoles. Um, week three is usually the time that I start farming. Usually, you know, once I read the notes on week three, I, I'm kind of thinking that's probably what that's probably the situation that we're going to be looking at. I'm going to go ahead and start getting my characters ready, buy whatever gear I want to get and all that kind of stuff. So um, Ket Sparrowhawk says start farming now. Start go. farming now. I was going <laughs> to ask you, are there actual specific things that you're farming for at the moment? Most of the stuff that I'm getting is like crafted or overland drop. So it's just like, I'm just like buying stuff really uh, for the most part. I I have been trying to farm for elemental succession in the Maelstrom arena for my macro, but uh, I don't know. I did, I've done maybe 10 runs and haven't gotten it yet. I hear if you do uh, about... I haven't, gotten, I haven't gotten hardly any pieces. If you do 58 runs, you actually can close that set out. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, and I don't have quite the the tenacity that you do. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm I'm willing to give up. And actually, that, that new Frostbite set might end up being what I go for anyway. It's looking so. pretty good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about it. My main thing that I'm farming, it, it seems simple, but it's like... I'm trying to make a focus on transmute crystals. I feel like I've been in a transmute shortage for like months now. Man, battlegrounds do not reward enough transmute crystals. No, that's a big issue. One for a battleground victory is just, and I think it's the daily, like, right? Yeah, if you get a rewards for the worthy, it's usually four. It can be as many as 20, I think. Once a day, though. Once a day, and then you have a like a random chance to get one every time you get rewards for the worthy. Like yeah. sometimes I'll get two or three in a day if I'm doing a lot of battlegrounds. And then the daily gives you one. The daily gives you one single tragic crystal. <laughs> it should be for the amount of battlegrounds that we do, we should be getting it at least at bare minimum 10 a day. At random least. normal dungeon gives you 10. <sighs> a random battleground should give you 10. Hmm. That's a struggle. A PvP struggle right there. Zoss, we know you're listening. <laughs> Based on what you've, we're about to say, we know you're listening. All right? We know uh, you're taking notes. You're, it seems like you guys are in a mood for, for listening to feedback. So, <laughs> um, anyways, speaking of... Okay, listen, we're talking about the public test server, <laughs> version 7.0.2 for Blackwood. Uh, this is week three, right? So as expected, this is the time where they're actually making the adjustments. The, week one is when they, they kind of implement the big changes and everyone's like, this all looks crazy. You need to make this change and this change and this change. And then week two passes. Usually nothing happens then, of course. And then week three is here. And this is when the balance adjustments uh, get made. And then there may be some small number tweaks in the weeks that follow, but it's probably not going to be much different from what we're seeing right now. Just historically, that's how it is. Week three is more or less locked in. Um, I'm I'm th- I'm feeling really good about what we're seeing in these patch notes here. I'm actually like super duper pumped uh, about yeah. this patch now. Oh yeah, I 
you know, you know me. I love, I love to overreact. I'm gonna. Here's my overreaction statement. All right. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> prepare yourself. Maybe the most pleased I've ever been with a PTS notes release. Yeah, I think so ever. too. And I was thinking that earlier today. Like, uh, it's it's really two patches in a row, right? Like the last update, the PTS was. Kind of like that too. Like they implemented some some big new stuff week one, and, and a lot of suggestions were made about how to how to adjust that to get it balanced right. And then week three rolls around, and they did basically those exact things. Um, and and here we are again. They're clearly responding to specific feedback that was given, and just kind of giving everyone all the things that we're asking for. It's got a it's got a while, but you read these things. Yeah, it's it, like it's... was this written by like uh, a player, like a PvP player? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we should just get into like what is even happening. Uh, so proc set scaling. This is kind of the main the main story here. Of course, proc sets uh, have been scaling since week one, but they've adjusted some values here. So so basically, it's been nerfed across the board. Proc set scaling has been nerfed pretty dramatically. Uh, damage dealing sets um, before they required fifty four seventy eight weapon or spell damage in order to reach that original tooltip value um now 6574 weapon or spell damage is what you're going to have to have um if you want to reach that original value that that proc set uh gave beautiful that's beautiful <laughs> uh they're, they're saying that's about a 17 percent reduction in overall power uh for those proc sets again it's going to be a lot easier for stamina builds to reach 6500 weapon damage mm-hmm. um but that's like, especially for no CP, that's like kind of the upper range of what they're able to reach. Uh, and by the time they're yeah. in that range of weapon damage, there's not a lot of room for multiple proc sets. You can maybe have a Vatish Ran back bar. It's probably going to be it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what feels so fantastic about this new number to me is it, it seems like the perfect like spot for a number that you're going to get your weapon damage up for this. You've got you know, one set dedicated to stats, and you can probably fit one proc set on there. Maybe a proc set and and an arena weapon. Yeah. Uh, but it, it really just seems great now that you can probably still get pretty good uh, value out of a proc set. But it's there's this this stacking proc set on proc set on proc set is just not going to be a thing anymore. Oh, totally. The whole thing with gear playing the game for you, you know, it it really does look like we are we're moving past that that meta for sure. Um now stamina builds they are going to be kind of better able to reach those tooltips. Um a point that I keep seeing uh, get made online whenever that that topic is brought up and it's a good point is that magicka builds do have quite a bit more penetration uh, than stamina builds do in general. Yeah. Um, so even though magicka builds, their procs and and uh, even and even their abilities, oftentimes their tooltips are lower, but because they have more penetration, their enemies are taking more of that damage. So that's kind of a balancing factor there. You can't just look at the tooltips to tell the whole story there. Um. So that's damage dealing sets, uh, healing sets, like sets that directly heal for you. Um, This is a big one. They now require that you have 39,901. So basically 40,000 maximum uh, magicka or stamina 
uh, to get that original full value uh, that you would get uh, out of that set rather than it was 38,350 week one. Yeah. Um, so that's about a 13 or no, I'm sorry. That's about a 4% nerf. They say nobody's, nobody's reaching 40,000 max no, stat. Not, not in no CP, not in battlegrounds. And I yeah. would even think even in CP, even in CP, Almost no one except for like probably some out there builds. I would Very say. Very niche builds. What this one really says to me, and we, you know, last week we even thought the the thirty eight thousand was kind of high for for PvP healers, and I really think that this is going to kind of change the strategy for support builds and healing builds in PvP. Yeah, I think pe- people are not going to find a lot of value in healing proc sets at all. Yeah, I mean, not not. Uh, Right now, it's you know most heal healing proc setups in, in a battleground, those those proc heals is kind of that's kind of where your heals are coming from, and really all you're doing and all your abilities are just kind of trying to support those. And I think that's going to be kind of flipped now. Is that now you're really going to focus on your abilities? That's where all your heals are going to be, and maybe you have one of these heal proc sets kind of on your on your build that's just kind of helping you with a little minor support on the side. Yeah, if you'll have to weigh that against your other options. And that's kind of, that's another thing to keep in mind. And, you know, there's going to come a time where we're going to have to forget those original tooltips, right? Like mm-hmm, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about, okay, you're going to have to have 40,000 magicka or stamina in order to get that original tooltip. But no one says you have to get that original tooltip. Yeah. And think about a year or two from now when we've even, we've totally forgotten what that original value even was. And we're just looking at our build and we're looking at this proc set. It's offering me this much healing with this much cooldown, whatever it is, versus this stat-based thing that I could equip instead. It's kind of just like a normal ability that you would consider putting on your bar. Do I want to put a, another dot on my bar? Or maybe I want to put inner light for more passive like stat power. Um, you know, We'll just kind of have to look at it and take it for what it is rather than saying, well, if I can't reach that original tooltip, it's no use. I think at a certain point, we'll we'll move past that and we'll just be looking at it for what it is. And is it worth slotting it for that number that I'm seeing on my screen right now? Yeah, I think that's such a, a great, great point in the sense that down the road, you know, immediately these sets, they're losing value. A lot of people are going to be dropping these and throwing them in the bank. But down the road, these sets are going to find value again. Uh, eventually, we'll get to a point where, just like you said, we won't remember these original tooltips, and we'll look at these sets and think, well, that number sounds pretty good, uh, and they're going to find value again. Um, and, and eventually, we're going to look at these sets for what the number and the tooltip says, rather than always comparing it to this point, where a lot of these sets are extremely overpowered. Uh you know, that's right. that's a big difference. Right now, they're extremely overpowered. If we're just taking it down to more the median, uh, there's still going to be value in them, but they're just not going to be this overpowered thing where they kind of dominate. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Like probably a lot of people are just going to be totally ditching proc sets across the board at first. And then as time goes on, they might kind of circle back around, start experimenting with those sets again and see what kind of value they can get out of them. It may be a while uh, before that cycle totally plays out. Um, but that's healing sets. And then, uh, this is the biggie here. Sets that scale, (laughs) sets that scale with maximum health now require 43,968, basically 44,000 max health, uh, to reach that original value. 
Uh, and week one, that was 38,350 max health. So that's a big increase to 44,000. Um, so they say that's about a 13% reduction in, uh, in overall power for those sets. Um, so obviously Crimson Twilight is a set now that scales with maximum health. Um, you're going to have to have 44,000 maximum health to, to reach that original tooltip, which there's a caveat to that that we'll get to here, here in just a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. I think they nailed it. They Fantastic. Perfect on this. Like that's going to be hard to hit without being in like Necro Goliath form. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a whole lot of health to have, and it's going to be really really hard to be sporting that much health, and also be packing much damage. Like you might yeah. get crim- crimson on there, and crimson might do some damage, but what where else is your damage going to come from? Yeah. And and if exactly if you've got that much, if you do manage to get that much health, you're just you're really not going to be doing much else. It's just that's going to be where all everything about your build is going to have to be focused to that. Yeah, that's just beautiful. And that that's the that's really the particular line I think everyone was wanting to see. Like let's yep. see, let's do something about this max health build situation. Uh and there's other stuff that is going to help too that that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah. Um so that's max health and then sets that scale with resistance, which I'm not sure I'm not sure which which sets that is that that is. Yeah. Uh, but now those sets are going to require that you have 30,680 resistance, either spell or physical, uh, rather than the 27,890 from, from week one. So they're saying that's about a 9% reduction in power. Um, I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's like not significant. Like, I don't think anyone's really like caring too much about the sets that scale with resistance. But that's not all. So that, I would think that alone... I'd be like, sweet, patch is yep. looking good. Let's do it. Um, but but there's there's quite a bit more, and I think the like the best is yet to come. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So there's been a number of adjustments to some specific sets. Um, quite a few of them. I'm not going to mention all of them just for the sake of time, but I will definitely talk about the most interesting ones. Uh, and number one, uh, the most interesting one is our old friend Crimson Twilight. Um, has received a pretty hefty nerf. Reduced the damage by 44%. Beautiful. They reduced the damage by 44%, and also now you have to have 44,000 health to even get that 44% damage nerf. Get out of here, Crimson. Get out of here. (laughs) Plus Malakath is nerfed. Get out of here. Just totally, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just a trash set now. Yeah, right. And I'm a hundred percent okay with that. Yeah, me too. I mean, maybe some people will prove us wrong. Maybe, like, if it's if it's a build that's totally based around Necro Goliath form, maybe that could possibly be worth it somehow. Uh, but I think we're not going to see much of this set. I've got more comments. I'm going to wait till you hit these next two sets before I fully dive in on all these thoughts here. Well, so that's like, you know, we talk on this podcast. For the past year or so, there's been two builds that we've been complaining about, right? These mm-hmm. max health builds that have Malakath and procs, and you can't kill them, and they have all this damage. So right there, they're deleted. Yep. Those builds are just done. They're just, like, sniped out of the game. Uh, the other build that you hear us complain about all the time are these, what what I call, 
gap closer spam builds. Builds that all they have to do is spam a gap closer from one target to the next and they rack up kill after kill after kill. You heard me several episodes ago, we were talking about I got a 61 and 0 <laughs> kill count one match Ugh. from one of these ridiculous builds. No skill required, just gap close around the map. Um, they're addressing those builds as well. Um, the, the key set, the key five-piece armor set for those builds is Unleashed Terror, uh, which that set basically just anytime you hit anybody with any kind of gap closer, it applies a really heavy bleed to them. Um, it's getting a 46% damage nerf. Now, as compensation, it's also going to be applying that new uh, hemorrhaging status effect, which I believe gives the enemy minor mangle, which reduces their maximum health by like 10%. But still, 46% damage reduction. That's big. Yeah, and like I keep saying, with the proc scaling nerf, with the Malakath nerf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the so that's the five-piece set that is essential to that kind of build. And then the other item that is totally essential for that kind of build is the Maelstrom two-hander called Merciless Charge. And it basically does the exact same thing, except it's specific to the two-handed gap closer uh, critical charge. Uh, whenever you hit someone with critical charge, it, it also applies a really strong bleed. Uh, and of course, critical charge will proc Unleash Terror as well, so you stack them both. Uh, you get Malakath, you get a couple of more procs in there, and you seriously, you know, Davius, you've seen me. I just gap close yeah. from one target to the next. I don't even have to worry about finishing them off a lot of the time. Like, if it's a low MMR match, yeah. I can just gap close to one target. They're not quite dead yet, but that's okay. I'm just going to go ahead and get close to the next one and trust that, that first target will just die here in a few seconds. Yep. You and it just kind of happens that way. You've even you've even said, and it's and you've proven it. It's very rare. Do you ever actually have to do a full combo on on? I usually on can't. Yeah, yeah. I usually yeah, cannot there, complete one. There's nothing there to to finish the combo on. Um. So absolutely no skill required. Very very cheesy. Uh, the Maelstrom two-hander uh, has also gotten a damage nerf by 33%. So Unleashed Terror, 40, 46% damage nerf. Uh, Maelstrom two-hander, 33% damage nerf with all the other nerfs that, yep. that are going on right now as well. That's another build that's just totally dead, I think. Yep. This is such a kind of just show of support from the devs. Like, we yeah. hear you. We hear what your, you know, what your, your feedback is. And we're making the changes. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just what this is saying to me. Yeah, and I wonder how much of this uh, no proc Cyrodiil test has informed some of these changes. It seems. I mean, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but it seems like some of the positive feedback they've received yeah. from that has kind of shown them what players are enjoying about that. And it seems like yeah. maybe some of that could have found its way it's, in here. Yeah, and it's really kind of a support to, to veteran players, you know, if you, for people who have been playing the game a long time. Totally. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love these changes. I mean, every change we've talked about so far is just right on the money. It's fantastic to hear, refreshing to read and see. Uh, I'm so excited for these changes. I mean, Bad Sally, your, your, uh, your Stam uh, DK... Uh, I think is you know it was a perfect example. It was you know the gap close. That's the one we're talking about. Where you know sixty something kills, and I think it's just a perfect example. You would hop on that character, uh, you know, arguably I would say one of your better performing characters. Totally. Uh, and 
anytime we'd be doing BGs, I think it was, I don't think you ever went over one match. You would do one match and you would say, all right, this isn't fun. Yeah, I, maybe like, two. Like, yeah. it's like fun for a little while while we're just like laughing at how ridiculously OP it is, yeah. you know? But then it's like, we, I literally feel bad. Like, the other players are not having a good time because I'm not letting them. You know? Yeah. And uh, and I think it's just a great example. I mean, you, you literally stopped having fun about halfway through a BG. Just about halfway through one BG, you would stop having fun on that character. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just silly. Um, so it's it's good to see that kind of build being taken out. And I'm sure, you know, maybe you can piece together some sort of similar build, but you'll probably have to do a little bit more than just spam a gap closer. You might actually have to execute yeah. a combo. Um, so I'm happy about that. The max health bills are gone. The gap closer spams are gone. Uh, really, really happy about that. And great point that you were making, Davis, about... Uh, this seems rare because this really is like super beneficial to veteran, more experienced players and not so beneficial to newer, less experienced players, you know? And it seems like historically the trend has kind of been the opposite. I feel like kind yeah. of what got us into this proc mess in, in the first place was to try to raise the floor for, for PVP. So less skilled players can actually have access to more damage and make, make things happen i mean that's just kind of an assumption that that's been the motivation but that just that seems to be the case yeah um, and that's pretty common feedback through through a lot of uh you know pvp players uh, that's been kind of a, a overall thought from from you know if you read forums and, and posts and things like that yeah totally it's uh it's catering to newer players and and the the long time dedicated players kind of have to suffer for it uh has has been the case a lot of time in the past. This seems like total opposite. This absolutely is beneficial to more experienced players. The players that that have skill, that understand their classes, that understand the game mechanics, are going to be the ones that are the most successful. And it's not going to necessarily be the ones that just farm for the right gear, you know, for the build that they saw on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm just I'm really looking forward to this meta. I think it's going to be awesome. I've already gotten some of my characters ready to go. Like they're just ready as soon as the patch drops. They're they're ready to to get at it. Oh, old Betsy being one of those. <laughs> yeah, Betsy. She doesn't. She won't have to change a single bit. Not a. I don't think she'll have to change a glyph or anything. Um. Anyway, I, I'll just kind of quickly get through some some more of these sets that were changed. Um. Uh, Crimson, Unleashed Terror, and the Maelstrom Two-Hander, those are kind of the biggies. Those are the ones that we were kind of really, really stoked yep. to see on there. And surprised, too. Like, I would have been happy with just the proc scaling nerfs and, you know, let's do it. But then to go that far and just totally nuke those out of the game, it's just... Yeah, yeah, and it seems kind of selfish because it's it really is, like you said, the, the, two, the two main builds that always bothered us the most are just kind of wiped from existence. But... We are by no means the only people that were really tired of seeing those same builds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not just us. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. I made this note, too. For the Unleashed Terror, 46% nerf, and the, the Maelstrom Two-Hander, 33% nerf, you got to have 6,500 weapon damage to even get that nerf. Yep. Yeah, to <laughs> even know? get to that much of a nerf, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's so it's such a just a triple whammy because Malakath, you have to, I I think of Malakath as being part of it too, you know. Yep. It's Mal nerfed. Malakath's too. getting nerfed as well. Yeah. Um 
So it's just, it's like, Zaha, stop, you're going to kill it. Oh, you, you killed it. You you just, I think. <laughs> I'm saying set it on fire just to be sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if it is too much. I mean, it's not like for now, there's no such thing as too much. Just like, yeah, yeah get them out of the game. I'm, I'm, I'll be happy if I don't see them for a year or more. But I wonder if some point down the road they might have to buff these up just a little bit. I a hundred percent think that that's the vibe I'm getting as well. Is that they're they're doing this to get them out of the way, you know, next, you know, a year from now on some PTS notes, there'll be some minor, you know, they'll raise these sets by some damage to bring them maybe back into playability. But I think right now yeah. they're just like, All right, we're gonna like put these sets on the shelf for a while. Like people are tired, tired of them, let's yeah. get them out everybody's of here. Everybody's tired of them. Yeah, I I like it. Yep. Uh, that's fine. Um, Widowmaker, that's a set that we haven't really talked about a whole lot, but it is a very widely uh, very widely used and very powerful proc set. It's the one, it's a stamina set. Whenever your alchemical poison fires, uh, you drop a poisonous spore that bursts after one second and it deals 19,728 poison damage over five seconds and, and a five meter radius. Uh, now it's going to be that same amount of damage, 19,000 over 10 seconds. So pretty significant nerf. Yeah. There, I, I mean, that's, say. that's essentially a 50%, you know, damage yeah. nerf is what you're looking at there. Essentially. If you look at it kind of in terms of burst. Yeah, yep. totally. Um, so no, no complaints there. Scourge harvesters, a monster set reduce the damage dealt by approximately 30%. That's the one, like, I think like you take damage and it puts like a beam on your enemy and it like steals health away from them and, and heals you. So 30% nerf to that. And then they've made some adjustments to some of these new sets as well. So we mentioned before the frostbite set, um, that's the one that increases, it did increase your damage done with frost abilities by 6%. Uh, now it increases your damage done with frost abilities by 8%, uh, and you still get the, the additional 4% to chilled enemies and 2% to enemies with minor brittle. So that'd be a total of 14% to your frost abilities and then 6% to everything else. Seems like it might be pretty good. I think yeah. I am going to try this on my macro. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense on your macro build. I, I mean, this one, I, I love the idea of this set. Uh, and you know, I think it's getting a little bit more tempting. Um, yeah, it really is. Like I was on the fence with, with it before and I was honestly kind of leaning on like not using it. I was looking for other sets, but just that little bitty bump and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to try, try it. it now. It's an overland set. I can just go buy it or whatever. It'll be easy. Mm -hmm. Um, my macro uses a charged frost staff with wall of frost on the front bar. So those status effects are, and she's going to be using heartland conqueror as well. So her, her likelihood to be applying that status effect is increased by 440% to <laughs> anyone that that wall of frost touches. Yep. So I think I'm pretty much guaranteed to have the full buff from that against just about any target that I'm focusing. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a cool, finally, like a, a frost set that's like enticing. Like I want to check this out. I even like it with the uh, the arena staff. You'll have to remind me which one, but the one that uh, buffs your wall of elements, you know? Oh, uh, the Maelstrom Destro. That's why I've forgotten. Just, yeah. just marked it out <laughs> of my mind. That makes more sense now. <laughs> um, but I even like, I mean, this set with that is... Uh, Kind yeah. of a nice little bump, you know. It's gonna it's gonna buff the ability and and then you know overall damage is gonna be kind of two increases. So I really like this set. I, I think it could be fun on a lot of type of builds. 
Yeah, totally. Um, they've made some adjustments to these new mythic items as well. Uh, first of all, Death Dealer's Fet. Shout out, Grizzly Khan. <laughs> Not feet. It's Fet. Death We've Dealer's confirmed. Fet. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a reminder of which uh, of which mythic item this is. This is the one that while you're in combat, you gain a stack every two seconds, and then you lose a stack every four seconds when you're out of combat. And each stack just gives you max stats, all three max stats. Yep. Um, they reduced the the amount of stats that you get. The they reduced the the max health, magicka, and stamina granted. Uh, to 88 per stack rather than 150 per stack. Um, but they increased the number, the maximum number of stacks to 30 instead of 10. So you get a whole lot more max stats out of it when you have all the stacks, but it takes a lot longer to get those stacks. When you have all the stacks, all 30 stacks, it's going to be 2640 to all three stats, and it was 1500 for all three before. That's a total of 7,920, almost 8,000 total stat points all around. So I've got a couple of thoughts on First of all, uh, <laughs> it seems about like a year, year and a half, maybe two years ago, somebody went to Zoss and started working there and was like, guys, stacks. Let me tell you this. <laughs> it's going to change the game loves stacks. stacks. We gotta love. They love stacks lately, and and they are still on that trip. Uh, I wonder I just, if it's just like a mechanic that's easy for the server to handle or something. Yeah, it must be something like that because it's just like as soon as they discovered it, they're like that. They're, I'm telling you, it's that one employee stacks, is just stacks. stacks. Yeah, it's like, here, here comes old stacks. That's his nickname around the place. <laughs> um, but in all serious, on the set. I think it definitely makes the set better. Obviously, it makes it better. Uh, I still, I think, what does it take? Like a minute? It's going to take a minute because it, it takes, let's see, you gain a stack every two seconds. And if there's 30 stacks max, yeah, that's going to take a minute. Uh, if my calculus is correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I think a minute in combat is still very easy. I mean, we yeah. everybody that plays this game jokes about you just can't get out of combat. So I think that's easy. I think overall, the set is better. I still don't think it's quite enough max stats for me to swap it out uh, as a mythic piece on my builds. They've adjusted these to the point where it makes sense on certain builds, but it's not so amazing that you have to just make it work on your yeah. build. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like you're right. Like probably with your builds and probably with my builds too, I'm not going to find it to be worth it. But I could see someone like putting together some build where like everything is just as they want it, except their max stats are just not nowhere near where they need them to be. And if they could only have one item, one single thing that puts their max stats where they need to be, then they'll be all set. I mean, this would be that item. As I don't think there's going to be any other one single item that's going to give you anywhere near those kind of stats. I like the idea of it. Me personally, I'd probably, if it if it could just get a little bit more of a bump to like closer to the to the three thousand, I think that's where I would. Three thousand per stat. Three thousand per stat. I think I would really strongly consider this for 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 a build or two. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna go out of my way to like make a build around it, but I'll definitely, it'll definitely be in my mind when I'm putting builds together and like, where can I squeeze more stats in? Oh, there's death dealer. Maybe I can try that. So 
I think it's gonna. I think it'll be just in the back of my mind as an option. Sure. Um, Gaze of Sithis is the one that we've all been really kind of holding our breath to just to see what they're going to do with this thing. <laughs> Because uh, that this was going to be the one, right? Like you have to have yeah, this, or you're not going to be able to compete. Um, I think it's a little different now. It still looks really strong to me. This is kind of the one. I think a lot of people are in disagreement about this online. Some people's like they nerfed it too much. Some people are like oh, it seems just right. Some people are like it's still it's still too strong. People are kind of all, all over the place on it. I think it seems really really good still, mm-hmm. but maybe it's not so good that you have to use it now. Yeah, which is a good place. A good place for a mythic item to be. That's that's what we want, right? That's exactly what we want. Um, so instead of giving you 5,000 health, it now gives you 3276 health. Instead of giving you 10,760 armor, it gives you 4,000 armor. That sounds way more reasonable. That's about 6% damage mitigation, 4,000 yep. armor. Um and then the health recovery, instead of 500, it's 1,025 health recovery. Now, I'm seeing everyone talk about the health recovery in terms of PvP, like they're just dismissing it, like who cares about health recovery? They're nerfing it this patch, so it doesn't even matter. But 500 health recovery is, I mean, that's going to be nice no matter how you slice it, you know? Yeah. You get 1,025 and that gets cut in half to 500. To me, that I'm going to feel that. That's going to be nice. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% still going to use this on my Magcro, the never-ending Nord. This item just seems like it was made for him. Uh, he's already very health recovery focused. Uh, and I, you know, with, with the health recovery nerf, I was kind of worried, you know, am I going to have to change his whole setup? But I think out of the gate, I'm going to still stick with with his setup um, and, and see how it feels. But uh, definitely throw this on there, and that's going to be a huge uh, buff to get his health recovery up real easy, and kind of make up for some of the loss. Yeah, I think this. I think this thing's in a pretty decent spot. Three thousand health, four thousand armor, one thousand yeah, health recovery, or five hundred if you're in PvP. I think those are some really nice looking stats. Mm-hmm. Again, not so good that you have to use it, but. It's definitely going to find it on a lot of people's builds, I'm pretty sure. I think the same people we were saying before, it still is going to look really nice to Sorks. You know, that extra health means that their shields can be bigger, because shields are capped at 50% of your health bar. So if you have a bigger health bar, your shields can be bigger. Uh, And also having an extra 4,000 resistance on those shields is going to be really nice as well. Um, so I think Sorks are still going to like this. Stamblades, Werewolves is still is looking pretty enticing to those builds, I think. Um, werewolves maybe less so, but it's still, I think, a good option for them. Uh, Gaze of Sithis, I think, is looking pretty good. It's probably, I, I don't see those numbers changing probably at all before yeah. uh, before it goes live. I agree with that. Um, Harpooner's Waiting Kilt. I'm a little bummed. They, I think they nerfed this one a little too hard. Um, I, I really do. I, I was actually eyeballing this thing for my Magblade uh, for a PvE build. I honestly think that they realized that this was going to be too strong in PvE. I really do. Uh, and that's why they've nerfed it the way that they, they did. Um, so this is the one where when you deal direct damage, uh, you gain these stacks of crit chance and crit damage. And then when you take direct damage, you lose those stacks. Um, so they've increased the critical strike chance per stack uh, up to 125 rather than 119. 
Uh, I did the math. Uh, when, with with the old version, the 119, if you have all the stacks, that's like 5.4% additional crit rate. Uh, with with the with the bump up to one twenty five per stack, it goes from five point four percent to five point seven percent crit rate. So a little bit of a buff there. You're welcome. Uh, uh, but then they reduced the critical damage done to one percent per stack rather than two percent per stack. So last week. Or week before last, we were talking about this thing, and when you had all the all the stacks, you would have twenty percent extra uh, crit damage. Now, maximum, you're going to have ten percent extra crit damage and an extra five point seven percent crit rate. Um, that's I think a significant nerf. And then if that's not enough, now when you take direct damage, you lose five stacks. Oof. Rather than just one stack. You still only gain one stack when you deal direct damage, but you lose five stacks uh, with a one-second cooldown. So you can take two attacks, and then all your stacks are gone. Oof. Now, I didn't put this in our outline, but I want to pull it up. Let me see here. Uh, So the dev comment honestly perplexes me on this. So they say this set was originally presented as a don't get hit the game, is what is their words. Uh, but then they say, but in PvE encounters, that is the ideal gameplay to begin with. Uh, and so they say, they basically go on to say that they want to make this more challenging for PvE encounters. The thing is, I don't understand what they're talking about there. Like, in PvE encounters, I'm never trying to, like, avoid getting hit on honestly unless it's like a a known one-shot mechanic like in a boss fight like okay i know that's the one-shot mechanic so i'll avoid that but otherwise you know the boss is doing all kinds of aoe attacks that i just ignore i just take the damage let the healer heal me the the boss summons ads i'm getting hit by all kinds of ads i'm just ignoring them you know and i just keep dpsing the boss the healer will heal me yep you know most of the time i just ignore whatever damage I'm taking and just take it. There's even a lot of fights where, you know, the tank keeps the boss and the DPS has to go and deal with the ads just, you know, head on. So yeah, totally. There's, there's fights where the tank actually takes the ads and the DPS focuses the boss, you know, it's like there's, there's all sorts of, I feel like it's actually very few fights where you would actually be able to keep these stacks for any reasonable amount of time. Like, Two hits, like a mob spawns and hits you twice and all your stacks are gone and now you have to do 10 attacks to get them all back. Like, that seems yeah. unfair on top of the the other nerfs that they're giving this thing. To me, this is this is the Thracian Stranglers of this mythic list. <laughs> it seems like it was a really cool idea initially that they can't quite get it right to be useful uh, you know, it has stacks and they're and they're tinkering and changing things. And I just like, like the stack thing. I really do like I, the stack thing. I think the stack thing can work, but it, it's just reminding me of Thrasian Stranglers because when Thrasian Stranglers first came out, it was like, wow, this is kind of this high risk, high reward, but the reward was worth it. And then they kind of, you know, pulled it back to where it was like, that's not even worth all the trouble. And I'm just getting the same vibes from this one. It's they when it, they they first announced it, it was like, all right, this could be interesting. And I really like the idea. It seemed like a cool idea. And now they've pulled it back so much that it's I'm just not interested by it anymore. It's just not worth uh, the hassle. 
I see the desire to nerf it. I mean, 20% critical damage done is a lot. Like, thinking about it, I'm thinking about it in a PvE context. Yeah. You know, you get major, like, you know, a really high uptime of major force. You get minor force in there. I mean, you're talking easy 100% crit damage with almost no investment whatsoever. You know, with and with crit being as powerful as it is in PvE, this would just be like... This would kind of be the Malakath of PvE, right? Like you would have to yeah. have it equipped to, to be yeah. competitive, I would think, the old version. But yeah, I would kind of like it like it to be maybe like when you have all the stacks, you have maybe 10% crit chance, 10% crit damage, like a 10 and 10 situation. Mm-hmm. And then ease up on losing those stacks, man. Let's maybe yeah. try two, losing two stacks two per hit. Two to one. Uh, two yeah, to one or, would make more sense. You know, I thought the one, losing one stack was was fine, but you know, if if they think that's overpowered, let's try two, three, five. Seems extreme. Yeah. Um, I I really like the idea of this, and if they can make some more adjustments to it, I really do want to try it on really both my mag blade and my stand blade. I would I would really like to give it a shot. So I'm hoping yeah. we still have some more PTS left. They they often do make additional adjustments as time goes on. Hopefully this one's not quite done yet. Uh, we will see. Um, now for the worst <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> um, Shapeshifters Chains. So this is the the new mythic that uh, reduces the cost of your transformation ultimates by 15%. uh, And then it also increases your max stats while you're transformed. Uh, So this this is silly, we've said before, because it only applies to three whole abilities in the entire game. Uh, Werewolf, the Necro Bone Goliath, and the Vampire Ultimate Form. So those are the only things that this is even relevant to at all. They've increased the health, magicka, and stamina granted while you're while you're transformed. Now it's 1707 of each stat rather than 1206. So that's 5100 uh, total stat points uh, uh, while you're transformed. And the dev comment says basically that they they did this to make it seem more enticing to werewolves because they they acknowledge <laughs> that the 15% cost reduction is uh, kind of not relevant to werewolves because the whole point is to stay in that form anyway. Um, so they just they're thinking these max stats will make it seem more applicable to them. Davis, you're laughing. What's what do you think? <laughs> I, man, I have a lot of thoughts on this one. First of all, exactly what you said. An entire mythic item for three, which three is extremely kind. I'm going to just be honest. For two abilities. Werewolf. Yeah, I don't see any werewolves going sense. for this. No werewolves can use this. For a mythic item for two abilities, and one of those being locked behind a class, doesn't make sense. Uh, and why in the world would you not use Death Dealer's Fet instead of this? That one does the exact same thing stat wise except it's a lot more stats a lot we're talking stats. about 5100 total stats compared to like 8000 yeah 8000 total stats it why would you do it and yes this one does have the ultimate reduction but on the two abilities the scion and the bone goliath you make a great point you can't gain ultimate when you're in those that reduction is very limited benefit so it just the it just doesn't make sense to use this over death dealers fit. Like yeah. there's just, it's just a worse one. And I'm already kind of struggling with death dealers fit on if it, it's enough stats, but if it's stats that are, if it's stats you want, this isn't the item it's death yeah. dealer. 
and here's my thing. This needs to be, it just needs to be a one piece potentates. It just needs to give a 15% ultimate reduction. And this would be such a fun mythic item. I still think they can keep the same kind of lore behind it. I still think it could be shapeshifters change. It would still kind of have the same idea. I still think that if those transformation type builds would, I still think that they could find the value in it. Cause I think that's really where the value for them is that ultimate reduction. And so, you know, if, if they're actually going to use this, which I don't think they are, that would be the reason why. Uh, I just think it just needs to be a 15% ultimate reduction across the board. That's the end of it. Just if you have this on, it's a three piece potentates and one piece. I don't really think that's overpowered. I think it's kind of simple and fun. And I think a lot of players would have fun with it. Uh, and I think it would be pretty balanced. Yeah, I think that would be totally good. Uh, another suggestion that I've seen is um, maybe make it so that this turns your transformation, like maybe it is still specific to transformation abilities, but it turns them into a toggle so that you can you can stay in that form permanently, but maybe it comes with some sort of penalty. Like all the transformation abilities, I'm pretty sure come with uh, stat increases. Yeah. So maybe they could just make it so that you don't get those stat increases, but you get yeah, everything I, else, and you can just stay in that form permanently. Uh, I think that would that makes good sense from a, a gameplay perspective. Like there, there's probably players out there that like they they like their vampire ultimate form, and they just want that to be their character. Uh, you know, like from a role play perspective, everything. Like I think there's lots of people that could get good use out of it if that's what it was. If they could, you know, balance it properly. Um, I think both of those are good ideas. You're like what you were saying about it being like basically a one piece potentates, uh, or the the permanent transformation. I think those would be those would be better implementations. I think. Yeah, it it needs something. It just it just really doesn't make sense right now. So that's the mythic items: Death Dealer, Big Buff, Gaze of Sithis. You could call it a nerf. I think the devs think of it as more of a rebalancing. They're shifting more power to recovery and, and away from uh, the resistance and health. Um, Harpooner is nerfed too hard, I think. Uh, that's a yeah. shame. I hope I hope they revisit that. Shapeshifter, I think they just need to go back to the drawing board on that one. <laughs> just they just need to re just redo it, make it something yeah. different. So that's that's basically all the sets I, th I think I wanted to talk about. There are some others, like I said, if you want to um, just Google search ESO PTS notes and you can see the full list there. Those are the ones that seem the most interesting to us. Um, Gaze of Sithis was the biggie. Uh, and then Crimson Twilight, Unleashed Terror, uh, and Maelstrom Two-Hander. Super stoked to see those get adjusted on top of the yep. proc scaling yep. adjustments and everything else. I awesome, am awesome, awesome, awesome. Yes, I am super duper looking forward to this upcoming meta. Like, I can't wait to just get in there yeah. and have some skill-based PvP gameplay. No more armor sets playing the game for people. Like, let's go. The biggest thing with all this the, this PTS, really the biggest takeaway I have is that, I mean, the devs are, are listening. They're listening to the players and they're yeah. making adjustments based on feedback. I mean, it's just as simple as that to me. Like I was saying earlier, I think this is two patches in a row. We've seen clear evidence of that where we get a week one PTS and then week three rolls around and they're implementing changes based on feedback, clearly. Mm -hmm. Before we move on from PTS, there was 
one tidbit that uh, I had overlooked on week one, and it's a pretty significant thing that I'm pumped about. Um, the Vatishran Destro Staff, uh, Wrath of Elements, uh, can now be cleansed. So you could always cleanse, like, so that's the that's the staff where you use weakness to elements, right? The, the Destro Staff debuff, and then it puts this beam on that target. Um, you could always cleanse the debuff off, but then the beam stays. Um, well, now you'll Where did it stay? <laughs> and it sure stays. Like, yeah, through walls and across the map somehow. Uh, but now when you cleanse off uh, weakness to elements, the Vatishran Destro beam will also be cleansed. So missed that from week one that was in the notes, but uh, someone in guild chat had pointed that out, and uh, I am pumped about that. Yeah, what a great little tidbit. I mean, that thing... Uh, that thing's a nightmare. I mean, just like you said, it would. It seemed like it was impossible to get that thing off. Yeah, you, you. can't line a, of sight it. It like goes through walls and stuff. It it's was ridiculous. like a heat sinking missile that yeah it would go through walls. You could it, it ignored environment. Uh, so now that this can be cleansed off, that's that's going to be really nice. Yeah, and plus it'll just be weaker because all procs are yep. weaker. So yep. get it out of here. Get it out. <laughs> so all this talk about proc sets i thought we could maybe just kind of go through a handful of of proc sets that we think will still be worth using you know when we're talking about proc sets here in this context we're really talking about a certain category of proc set uh Mm -hmm. sets that they they do the damage for you or they do the healing for you uh those are the ones that are kind of being targeted here but there's a whole bunch of other proc sets that really these changes have nothing to do with and they're not being affected at all and you know you think about they've they've balanced these sets against each other um and so a lot of these sets are are losing some of that value while others are retaining all of their value yeah um so Briarheart, for example, it's maybe not the best example, but it's a good one. The healing portion of Briarheart is affected by these changes. But when Briarheart procs and just gives you like 452 weapon damage, that's not changing. It's still going to give you 452 weapon damage when it procs, just like always. I also think a really great thing about Briarheart that's kind of a, a buff in a sense, even though nothing's really changing about Briarheart. Malakath now allowed being able to crit a Malakath Briarheart uh, connection works now. Yeah, Uh, that pairing works, and so I think it. I think this set kind of got a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, that that's an option now. You can use Briarheart with Malakath totally. Um, Also, the I'm just kind of going through examples here. The Engine Guardian monster set, the one with the little Dwemer automaton that follows you around, that I hate so much yeah uh <laughs> I, I don't think that's really getting affected the whole reason people use that set <sighs> is because it's targetable so it absorbs a lot of uh attacks um so that's not changing it also restores resources when it procs i don't think that's going to be changed at all so that one's retaining all of its value uh Torg's pact it's technically a proc set but it it's affecting your weapon glyphs uh, and those follow different rules from proc sets. They're not being they're not being uh, affected at all by any of these proc scaling changes. So Torix Pact just as powerful as it's always been. Um, spell Power Cure when it procs, it gives everyone a, a damage boost like straight to their stat sheet. That's not going to change. But really, a lot of the arena weapons, you know, are kind of considered proc sets. You know. Uh, I still think a lot of them are going to be really viable and really good. Yeah, uh, arena weapons are 
kind of unique among proc sets because you can you can fit one say on your back bar and it doesn't really affect your stat sheet. So anyway, that's just kind of a small list of examples, but there's there's a bunch of others. Uh, all in all, man, I don't think I've been this excited about an update in a in a really long time, uh, and really. I, I like the content is hardly on my radar at all. I just like can't wait to get into those BGs. With, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, with the new meta. Once again, another thing I'm gonna convince you of. I'm gonna somehow I'm gonna talk you into leveling up a companion. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That that's gonna be a tough sell. It does not seem very interesting to me. Um, so emails and shout outs. No emails this week. Uh, we do have one shout out to our new uh, Discord member. Pork body uh, for kind of getting a, a cool conversation started there in Discord. I enjoyed that, and I think some other people did too. So thank you, Pork yep. body, and welcome aboard. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, ask us a question, tell us a joke, really whatever you like, as, uh, as long as you're nice. Uh, we also have a guild called Stoons Goons. Um, and what is it? It's a social guild <laughs> with a little bit of a PvP focus. Where's my cue uh, card? Uh, <laughs> the teleprompter froze. <laughs> um, it's really, I, I tell you, we had this idea for the guild and it's fun. It's just kind of like a group of people to hang out with. I think the way things have evolved, it really seems to be more about the discord than, than the guild in game. Um, the guild in game is fun. I think if you already have five guilds, I don't want you to drop a guild that's actually like good and has events and stuff. We don't, we don't really have events. It's like, sometimes it'll just be like a spur of the moment. Like, Oh, we've got six goons on. Let's Hey, let's go to Imperial city or whatever. It's a very like spur of the moment kind of thing like that when it happens. But the action is really in the discord. Uh, and either way you want, you can email us scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll invite you to the Discord. I'll invite you to the Guild. I'll invite you to both. Whatever you want. Uh, it's all there. Um, that was a good Guild plug, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you really sold about that one. Don't join this Guild. We have Don't it. Enjoy it. <laughs> hey, regardless what Cat says, one day the goods is really going to rise up and be... I think it was. Gonna... I think it was Mallard's... Uh, I'm sorry if I'm getting the wrong person, but I think it was Mowards a few weeks ago. He, he hit me up in game and he was like, Kat, I finally dropped one of my guilds so I can join the goons. And I'm like, so bad. Oh, you're man. so bad at plugging this guild. Was it a good guild? I'm yeah. sorry. Man. Your immediate response was go get back in that guild. Don't, don't join this one. Like, the, regardless, yeah, they had like raffles and stuff. And... Regardless of Kit's terrible marketing, <laughs> students goods. One day we will get some events go. We'll get some competitions. Well, okay, we do have the best name. Yeah, that's where it all starts. Is the name? It's a good community. It's if if you want to be, you know, it's it's just another way to be involved in the scrolling community. Students yeah, and goods you know community. whether if you're. If you're not in the students goons in the game, I think I consider everyone in the Discord a goon. All right, that's just in my heart. I'm just imagining like ten episodes from now, you're gonna be like students goons, trash guild. I don't know, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be your whole plug. It's just, plug it. it's just episode by episode, your plug's just getting worse and worse. We got, we gotta start. 
not we're even start eventually i'm not even we're not even saying that it's our guild it's just yeah. we're just talking trash to the students goons yeah. once per episode but uh i still hear that students good trash guild style yeah. out there uh emails and shout outs yeah. and students goons you guys suck and uh <laughs> oh gosh we gotta we gotta start twi- we gotta start getting this the going the other direction on your plugs for students goons <laughs> Oh gosh! Five episodes from now, the announcer is gonna be Kets. Gonna say, "Hey guys, I left Students Goods. <laughs> it's Davis's guild guilds. now. <laughs> Davis yeah. is running that thing. It was. I had to free up one of my five guilds to join better. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, I'll plug it next time. The students <laughs> yeah. Goods. I'm not actually in it anymore. I'm not I, in it I anymore, joined a better guys. Guild, I found a better. But... <laughs> I found an upgrade, but uh, I still love that name. <laughs> oh, great name. You guys got a cool name over there in the Goods. Gosh. You guys are doing great. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, if you want to be a goon, uh, scroll on podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. Okay, we probably should wrap this thing up here pretty soon. Again, I'm looking forward to this patch. I think they knocked it out of the park. Week one, it was already looking promising with a few concerning things. The community provided feedback. The devs said, sweet, we'll take that feedback. And they just just nailed it, man. I feel like they just nailed it. It's going to be great. It's going to feel really good, I think. I seriously, I don't know if I've ever seen just so like exactly like... These are the things you asked for, and just check each box. We're going to do every single one of them. You're welcome. And we're just like, okay, thanks. It's like, I <laughs> almost, <right>, almost <laughs> I almost like, I was like looking over this outline, like kind of thinking of like what I was going to be saying about a lot of this stuff during our recording here. And I was kind of worried at first because like, I don't know what to say <laughs> other than just like, yeah, awesome. That sounds good. Thank you. Uh, anything else to add, Davius? Students, students, guys, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs>